This blows. Puffing a lock of dark hair from my eyes, I made my way through the forest, bristling whenever my long red cloak caught on a cluster of briars. I cursed under my breath as I used my empty wicker basket to swat them away. I worried that my favorite piece of clothing would get ripped during the trip. It being the only possession I had left of my father, I wore it obsessively when the weather began to cool, but I still managed to take great care of it. So, while picking my way along the overgrown path, I did my best to hug it close to my body as I walked. My new white Nikes crunched the dead leaves under my feet as I picked up my pace, the sound echoing off the bark of the trees surrounding every side of me. Looking around, my eyes took in the splendor of a forest overtaken by autumn, and it immediately reminded me of my dad, who often complimented me on how beautiful my ocean-blue eyes looked against the colors of fall. A stark contrast, yet complimentary all the same. The leaves were a beautiful shade of yellowish-orange, what was left of them anyway. As winter drew near, the trees began to shed their superfluous accessories and were padding up for the cold. I couldn't help but feel it a shame that they mostly littered the ground instead of living peacefully up on the branches above my head. Through the thicket of tree fingers, I could see the bright blue sky overhead, a small whisper of a smile quirking my cheeks at the sight. Any other time of year, I'd be cast in complete darkness so I couldn't complain too much about the pretty leaves falling down. The beautiful sky didn't stop me from griping about having to be in the forest to begin with, though. I loved my mother. I really did, honest. After my father passed when I was only eleven, my mother stepped in and took care of me all on her own. It was tough work, taking care of a young girl who had just lost her daddy but my mother had done it fantastically. That being said, I couldn't help but question from time to time whether or not the duties had caused my mother to go slightly mad. Why else would she make me walk the entire way to Granny's house by myself? I grumbled under my breath, talking aloud to help vent my frustration. I could be with Cody right now. It sucked because I promised to spend the afternoon with my boyfriend, Cody. But at the last possible second, my mother instructed me to take the ridiculously long trek to my grandmother's house. The old woman's cottage sat in the middle of the forest, just on the outskirts of our humble little town. Village is more like it, I thought snidely. I couldn't even borrow my mom's car to make the trip which increased my annoyance even further. Even though I turned 21 this past June and had my license since I was 17, there was really no reason for me to have a car of my own while living in such a small town, especially when making a trip deep into the shrouded wood forest where my grandmother lived. Being the old hermit that she was, she decided to live in the one house on earth that wasn't car accessible. So, instead of sitting in the soft, comfy seat of my mother's Honda, listening to instrumental rock music, I was waving around a silly wicker basket at all these 
briars that seemed to have it out for me. The basket was something my mom had made, a product of one of her most recent fly-by-night hobbies. So I carried it around in support of her extracurricular endeavors. Thankfully, the wicker material was light as I stumbled through the nearly dead forest on a mission to collect my granny's special baked goods for the upcoming Halloween festival. Why my mother had chosen to accept the position of festival director from the town committee was beyond me. She always managed to bite off more than she could chew. The title meant that she could pretty much take care of everything for the Halloween festival, which meant I became my mother's delivery girl for two solid weeks prior to the event.